I'm author and athlete Brad Kearns. Welcome to the Be Rad Podcast, where we explore ways to pursue peak performance with passion throughout life. Visit bradkearns.com for great resources on healthy eating, exercise, and lifestyle. And here we go with the show. In this six-month experiment, I've consumed significantly more calories than my historical pattern, which was characterized by not eating much until midday. Um, I weigh the same and perhaps have even improved my body composition with more muscle mass and uh, reduction in body fat from uh, previous years. And in terms of like that being my go-to treat, there's only so much dark chocolate you can enjoy and so my intake is reasonable and somewhat uh, regulated or restrained by the fact that that's my single favorite treat and I don't have seven other uh, types of indulgences, if you will, that are in my daily diet. I've just kind of shut out uh, any intake of processed foods or sweets or treats in favor of dark chocolate. If you tell me it's healthy, I'll eat it, I'll grow to like it, and if you tell me it's not healthy for me, I will eliminate it tomorrow and never eat it again and not cry any tears. Hey, I want to tell you about Schwank Grills. This is a revolutionary portable gas infrared grill that uses the exact same heating technology as the world's best steakhouses. You heat up to 1500 degrees Fahrenheit to grill the juiciest steak you've ever tasted in as little as three minutes. Can you believe it? That's right. You do not have to go to those crowded, noisy, super overpriced steakhouses anymore when you have the same technology in your backyard. And the Schwank portable infrared grill is not just for steak. You can make chicken wings, hamburgers, seafood, lobster, vegetables. I make salmon in three minutes. They even have a pizza stone accessory. I want you to visit their very informative and mouth-watering website at schwankgrills.com. That's S-C-H-W-A-N-K. Everything you cook, faster, juicier. The speed is so important, so convenient. Uh, There's a drip tray on the bottom, so you let the juices drip down. I love the bison burger, the venison burgers. That's my game. And then you can add a mixture of butter, spices, whatever you want into the tray. Pour it back onto your meat or your salmon for a huge improvement in flavor. Are you getting hungry? I am. <laughs> Let's go to schwankgrills.com, S-C-H-W-A-N-K, grills.com, and up your home cooking game. This is a one-of-a-kind grill. I have a great discount code for you, of course. It's BRAD150 to save $150 off your purchase of a Schwank grill. Okay, I had a few questions come in asking me about what my daily dietary pattern looks like. And of course, in 2022, some big changes have happened in my philosophy, my critical thinking, and my uh, second guessing some of the foundational elements of the ancestral health movement. And accordingly, embarking on a experiment to modify my longtime dietary practices such as fasting throughout the morning hours and watching my uh, caloric intake uh, in the back of my mind to maintain healthy body composition. And now some of those things have been um, called, into, called into question and I'm playing around with different strategies. Uh, if, for example, uh, consuming more daily calories and seeing what happens. And so far, uh, nothing's happened except 
good. I haven't added a bunch of body fat, and you're going to learn why in more detail in this show dedicated to what does Brad eat in a day. So here in late 2022 is a good time to publish the show because I launched a big experiment. So we'll start the story back in May when I launched my experiment to consume more carbohydrates, more calories in total, and forget about the fasting periods and the compressed eating windows and basically uh, consume calories from uh, soon after I wake up, as soon as I finish my 40-minute morning exercise routine, actually, uh, and or a workout on the heels of that. So I start eating as soon as I as soon as I can, but I'm not uh, sitting down to consume calories before I launch into the morning exercise session. And a lot of times I'll piggyback a workout onto the morning exercise routine. So, um, but I will start grabbing some dried fruit uh, before I begin the morning exercise routine. So I'm going to start from the uh, moment I wake up. I very soon hit the deck and commence the session that you can learn all about on the online course. Uh, but I am reaching for some dried fruit uh, that's inspired by the uh, shows with Jay Feldman, where uh, consuming some carbs first thing in the morning will turn down that stress hormone response, which is uh, widely regarded as a desirable way to wake up in the morning. We get that natural and desirable spike in cortisol and serotonin, uh, the drop in adenosine, so we feel alert and energized. But again, Um, The argument that these are stress mechanisms and that you can uh, fuel yourself with something that's easy to digest right away and maybe uh, diminish the need for that cortisol spike and preserve that for the upcoming exercise session makes sense to me. No big deal either way. So I'm no longer scared of sliding a few dried mangoes in uh, while I'm driving my dog over to the park to begin the morning exercise session or heading to the backyard. Uh, to begin. So that's the first thing that happens. And then I have the 40-minute routine, uh, possibly an add-on workout after that. And usually I'm doing something after that. Even if it's not a big formal training session at the track, I'll go and do some extra deadlifts in the backyard or stretch cords or jogging uh, down the street at a slow pace, which I've added back to my um, overall training program to put more time on my feet and better condition myself for the sprint workouts. Not that I'm training for endurance goals anymore, but I'll run one to two miles most every day, uh, believing that it'll help me perform and recover in my high-intensity sprint session. So when I finish that usually an hour or an hour plus of exercise, then I will go and hit the now world-famous, because I keep talking about it, the huge bowl of fresh fruit and the giant whey protein super fuel smoothie that can appropriately be called a high-carb, high-protein, high-fat smoothie. And so that's a pretty big dose of nutrition first thing in the morning. So I'm not often stacking that with a proper breakfast like omelets uh, or cooking up eggs or something else. But sometimes, believe it or not, especially if I've done something really strenuous, I will do the fruit and protein reliably and then soon after, maybe it's 20 minutes, maybe it's an hour, maybe it's right away, I will prepare a delicious, nutritious breakfast, which usually centerpiece would be eggs with avocado and corn tortillas. But let's go back to the bowl of fresh fruit. Scott and other listeners, we're going back and forth with our new fascination, new hobby. says, what kind of fruit? Have you tried these amazing California mangoes? Yeah, man, I'm going for a lot of tropical fruit and fresh berries, uh, pineapples, 
And so this is definitely a flip-flop from all the commentary in years of books where we generally projected this message that you want to take it easy on fruit a little bit. You know, it's got a lot of sugar. Um, it can be contributing to uh, storing excess body fat. And of course, the vegetables and the wonderful, abundant, colorful nutrients that are found in your salad or in your green smoothie, um, we touted those uh, a great deal uh, over, the, over the years. And so now, yes, I stand here um, with a change of heart. And so I am big time thumbs up on the fruit and have really backed off my vegetable consumption uh, inspired by the carnivore leaders like Dr. Sean Baker, Dr. Paul Saladino. Um, not that I would contend uh, or put myself in the category of high plant sensitivity, uh, but I would say I have mild sensitivity that can get severe when I do stuff like my previously mentioned green smoothie experiment from years past. This is probably three years ago now where I was on this kick inspired by Dr. Rhonda Patrick's viral YouTube video and the amazing concentration of nutrition that you can get when you throw uh, fro previously frozen kale, spinach, carrots, beets, celery into the blender and blend it up and have this wonderful morning green smoothie. But I also got a huge dose of plant toxins in raw form, which is the most uh, severe in terms of sensitivity. And I would reliably experience a bloated abdomen for many hours after this morning green smoothie. Fortunately, I was only dedicated to this experiment for, oh, maybe uh, six months or maybe longer on and off. But I started to um, reflect a little bit on how could something like this be truly healthy when it's causing me such immediate and acute digestive distress. So if you want to test for your own sensitivity to plant toxins, that's a great way to just pile in huge piles of produce in raw form and see if you can handle it. Um, so I've had a change of heart uh, about the urgent need to have vegetables and produce be the centerpiece of your diet because by comparison, the animal foods, especially the animal superstar foods at the top of the ranking, uh, provide much more nutrition than even uh, the, you know, the super duper kale smoothies and uh, almond spinach salad and things like that. The stir fries that I used to make uh, many days, you know, giant piles of produce, and at least I would cook them up. So those were much easier to digest than my raw smoothie. But um, I'm now uh, contending that vegetables have gone by the wayside for the most part. Uh, but I'm, you know, really big bullish on fruit, especially in the morning. Uh, especially after my 40-minute uh, or one-hour exercise session. And that's probably an important point, especially when we have a lot of counter-arguments to what I'm talking about here, is that, as Liver King likes to say, I earned my carbs, and I earn them every single day because my first hour of every day is pretty strenuous, and I'm burning a significant amount of calories. And so, hey, the big bowl of fruit right after really works well for me. And then I'll talk about my wonderful protein smoothie, which I also believe has been um, a, a huge catalyst for a number of benefits, including the ability to uh, drop that excess body fat that I've talked about on previous shows and maintain, effortlessly maintain uh, my ideal body composition down here at uh, 163, 164 pounds, which to me is important uh, because I feel good, but also because of my competitive goals, which happen to be the high jump. And extra weight does not really help. 
In fact, when you look at the world-class high jumpers, they too weigh 163, 164 pounds, but they're like 6'3", <laughs> and so forth. So I'm doing the best I can, people, but I feel like this is a healthy weight. And even though in this six-month experiment, I've consumed significantly more calories than my historical pattern, which was characterized by not eating much until midday, um, I weigh the same and perhaps have even improved my body composition with more muscle mass and uh, reduction in body fat from uh, previous years. So I'm going to uh, contend that my morning exercise routine and increasing that and increasing the degree of difficulty combined with this nice start to the day where I'm getting maximum and optimal cellular nourishment sets my appetite and satiety hormones very nicely. Because when I finish the fruit and the smoothie, I am very satisfied. And for many hours afterward, I don't worry about uh, a snacking or taking these departures that we often lament when we're trying things like uh, extended fasting. And oftentimes, um, this stuff will kind of uh, become exposed, uh, let's say, late in the evening when you're reaching for that pint of ice cream. And not to pick on anyone who likes to go reach for a pint of ice cream, but if you unwind that story a bit, we might discover areas, uh, needs to improve areas such as perhaps not consuming enough protein over the course of the day and feeling a little depleted and burnt out. And our brain does not like to feel depleted and burnt out. So we will, we will experience strong cravings for quick energy, nutrient deficient food at those times when we're a little bit fried. So uh, front loading, in a sense, your nutritional needs in the morning has been a winning strategy for me. Uh, I've talked a long time and many books, podcasts about the wonderful benefits of fasting, where you get that anti-inflammatory response, you get that immune boosting response, you get the autophagy, the cellular repair. And for many people who are caught in the throes of an overly stressful, uh, insufficiently active and excess processed food consumption lifestyle, boy, fasting can be a, a real life-changing practice because it's keeping you away from adverse dietary habits such as the great all-American breakfast that you see at the hotel buffet or in the typical uh, cultural traditions that we've had for so long with your uh, oatmeal and your pancakes and your French toast and your muffins and your orange juice and all oh, this huge load of uh, largely nutrient-deficient processed carbohydrates uh, that set you up for trouble and a roller coaster day of cravings and uh, mood swings, energy level swings, declines in cognitive function because you dosed yourself with nutrient-deficient foods that inhibit cellular energy production first thing in the morning. So when I talk about fruit and the ingredients in my smoothie, I'm talking about uh, very nutritious uh, agents that are not difficult to digest and that nourish my cells uh, efficiently without any bloating of the abdomen and all those side effects that I experience from consuming a lot of plant toxins, albeit widely regarded as healthy when I describe that smoothie with the beets and the celery and the carrots and the spinach and the kale, whoop-dee-doo, um, not going to be as winning as something that doesn't cause those problems and still provides excellent nutrition. So as far as the smoothie, you can look on the website at the BRAD Whey Protein Superfuel, and we have a link to uh, a number of 
interesting, delicious, creative smoothie recipes that you can try with the whey protein at the centerpiece. But uh, essentially what I'm putting in there is a uh, bone broth is my starting point, my liquid base. And no, it does not uh, adversely impact the taste of the smoothie. And I just find it a great way to uh, get my daily dose of bone broth assuredly. So it's just cold bone broth and that goes in as liquid. Um, I'm putting in frozen chunks of liver. So pre-frozen grass-fed liver, which has given me nutritious source of fats, the bone broth and the liver. Uh, I'm putting in a sufficient amount of frozen fruit on top of all the fresh fruit that I ate. I'm always putting in frozen bananas and then I'll often include frozen strawberries or frozen tropical fruit like mangoes. Uh, buying those in bags ready-made at places like Trader Joe's. So I have all these ingredients ready. And another um, great feature of the fruit and the smoothie bomber in the morning is it doesn't take a lot of time to uh, knock this out and get this great dose of nutrition. So I'm not slaving over the stove because I know a lot of us are pressed for time in the morning, but you can certainly wash up some berries, throw them in a bowl, um, get your, your, your pineapples, your mangoes, your papayas, and I like to spend the time in the kitchen uh, getting the fresh fruit and slicing it up. And it does take a long time, but I sort of enjoy it. And I feel uh, really connected to healthy eating when I'm preparing the food from scratch. Uh, but sometimes it's tempting to buy the pre-sliced stuff, especially when, uh, let's say, you're traveling or you don't have that time to devote. You spend a little bit more and you get your pineapple all sliced up. And yes, those guys do a better job than I do uh, keeping the pulp out of there and stuff like that. So... Uh, whatever you can do to get that fresh fruit in, not a time-consuming effort in the morning. And same with the smoothie when the ingredients are all ready. And I actually store my smoothie ingredients in a, a, a shopping bag and carry it into the kitchen every day because there's so many of them. I just want to keep them in one place. We don't have the shelf space. So it's just like, here comes the delivery boy and he's time to make the smoothie. So I have the bone broth. I have the liver chunks. I have the frozen fruit. And then I have two to three scoops of the whey protein super fuel. Um, my slogan on the bag says a scoop a day is the way. Hey, but I, I know I pay less than you for the product, but um, this is the very best source of grass-fed whey protein isolate that you will find anywhere in the world. It comes direct from cattle grazing on small family farms in Wisconsin. And the product is so fresh and pure that is considered a food grade product as opposed to a supplement uh, with a supplement containing a bunch of extra ingredients. And this way is made in a single day by artisan cheesemakers, generational family businesses, because uh, when you make cheese fresh, whey happens to be a byproduct. They used to actually um, throw the whey in the garbage, discard it, until um, scientists realized, I think this is uh, 100 years ago or something, that it was a really great source of protein. In fact, um, the single best source of protein by far in the supplement world. So I have this great source of whey protein, and I'm certainly not concerned with consuming too much protein in a day. And the great leaders that you can hear from, like Dr. Peter Atia, Dr. Andrew Huberman, Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, and their respective podcasts are talking about how uh, important it is for health, vitality, longevity, appetite control, weight control, to get sufficient protein every day. I should mention Dr. Ted Naiman in there too, in his great book that he wrote with William Shufelt called The P-E Diet, that's protein to energy ratio. And the argument there, the protein lever theory, or the P-E ratio idea is that 
Um, we have strongly wired appetite mechanisms that will drive us to consume sufficient protein, and we will consume calories until we get this deeply wired need for protein met. So if you have a lot of potato chips and ice cream in your diet, which are respectively infinitesimal amounts of protein, um, you're going to be wanting to consume uh, the entire pint, and it's a, a futile attempt to get your protein needs met from that deepest biological drive, that hard wiring through uh, processed foods that your brain does not know is, is not going to be uh, the way to do it. So again, if you front load with, in my case, two to three scoops of protein, so I'm talking about uh, up to 50 grams if I'm doing three scoops, I also have the creatine in there as well, um, I feel like that's you know a strong vote in favor of my performance, my recovery, and my maintenance of lean muscle mass throughout life. I want to tell you about wildhealth.com. They're an online provider of comprehensive precision medicine and health consultation services. They offer DNA analysis, custom lab panels, extensive medical intake form with family history and lifestyle preferences, and regular online visits with a board-certified precision medicine physician and a health coach whom you can message anytime through their convenient app. Wild Health evaluates your data to determine what you need for nutrition, exercise, sleep, and supplements, and you can experiment, consult, and retest to get everything dialed in. You'll get a cutting-edge epigenetic test of DNA methylation to calculate your all-important biological age and have fun lowering your age over time instead of following the mainstream path to accelerated aging. It's time to strive for awesome instead of just normal. Did you realize that only 6.8% of Americans are deemed metabolically healthy and only 2% are declared optimal? That's disgraceful, but you can turn things around quickly. Please visit wildhealth.com and you will see that this is the absolute gold standard of personalized medicine and it's available to you right now. Telemedicine available anywhere in the USA. Wild Health is generously extending BRAD podcast listeners 20% off the cost of membership. Just visit wildhealth.com slash Brad or use the code BRAD20 at checkout to get 20% off and start taking control of your health today at wildhealth.com slash Brad. Uh, what else goes in there? Probably 18 to 24 ancestral supplement capsules. So the MOFO product, male optimization formula with organs, at least six capsules a day of those. And then I'm often including uh, other of my favorites, things like blood vitality, prostate, uh, beef organs, beef liver, and the many other great supplements. And it'll help uh, increase your intake of organ foods when you're not out there uh, devotedly slicing up heart and having that for lunch and uh, making sure that you get ample intake. So I have the frozen liver chunks as well as what's in the supplement capsule. So I'm getting some good nutrition in the form of organs. Uh, I'll put some glutamine in there, which is good for gut health. And then at any one time, I'm experimenting with maybe another half dozen different supplements. And so that will all go into the blender so that I don't have to painstakingly take the capsules one by one. Uh, maybe I'll add some cinnamon for flavor because the liver can make it pretty strong, but with a sufficient amount of fruit and things like cinnamon, you're going to 
get a pleasant tasting smoothie. Sometimes I put uh, coconut flakes in there for a little more texture. And if I have some good pastured eggs, especially from fresh from local farms, I'll put three egg yolks in there and get additional nutritional benefits. I told you it was a super fuel smoothie. So that is my uh, morning. And then as the hours go on and I'm getting into the busy day at work, uh, guess what's nearby? That's right, dark chocolate. And I am one of the world's foremost connoisseurs. I love this stuff. And so I will be nibbling on those squares uh, throughout the day. And of course, we're not supposed to snack and uh, all these good things. But, you know, I just find myself enjoying a square here and there. And I feel, feel like it has good nutritional benefits. I don't have a problem digesting dark chocolate, although Paul Saladino might scold me because chocolate's in that category. The cacao bean um, could have potential issues, but there's so many nutritional benefits. Uh, I've talked about at length on my shows devoted to uh, dark chocolate uh, with guests like Terea Rodriguez and also Sean Askinosi. So boy, in, in terms of like that being my go-to treat, there's only so much dark chocolate you can enjoy. And so my intake is reasonable and somewhat uh, regulated or restrained by the fact that that's my single favorite treat and I don't have seven other uh, types of indulgences, if you will, that are in my daily diet. I've just kind of shut out uh, any intake of processed foods or sweets or treats in favor of dark chocolate. So that keeps me honest there with the... uh, potential consumption of nutrient-deficient processed foods that would count in the sweet category, but definitely uh, open season on the dark chocolate. So that would take us to um, midday, or at some point I will make the effort to uh, prepare a proper meal. And whether we call it lunch or dinner, it usually involves the same go-to favorite foods And a lot of that can be found in my butcher box shipment every month. I'm now also ordering from wildideabuffalo.com because the the red meat being at the the top ranking and then the uh, less mass-produced types of red meat like lamb and buffalo uh, could possibly arguably be ranked as the very best food that you can eat in the world. Uh, They taste fantastic. Uh, Butcher box now offers ground bison as well. So I'm getting in a lot of steak, a lot of ground beef. Uh, Typically, I'll uh, cook this stuff in the um, cast iron skillet, and then I'll sometimes throw on a couple of small baby corn tortillas, buttered up nicely so they get a little crisp, and then I'll cut the steak or put the ground beef into the corn tortilla. And of course, the corn tortilla is not a um, nutrient-dense centerpiece of my diet, uh, but it helps me enjoy the meal a little more. Uh, A lot of times I'll slice some avocado on top of that. So I have these little uh, miniature tacos, if you would call them. And I also enjoy putting on some of the uh, exotic hot sauces. We found one at a Seattle farmer's market that the ingredient list was amazing. It had like orange juice, jalapeno pepper, uh, a bunch of other interesting things. And it kind of has this uh, a little bit sweet orange taste, kind of like Cholula sauce is another popular brand. And so that will go on there too sometimes. And that would be a typical uh, lunch or dinner uh, centerpiece. And also uh, around the dinner time, I'm going to go and make a concerted effort to uh, add some more carbs, usually in the form of sweet potatoes 
or extra fruit into the evening, perhaps as an after dinner uh, enjoyment. So I'm eating a lot of the uh, the nice bright orange uh, traditional sweet potato, and then when I can find them, the purple sweet potatoes are another new favorite. And um, inspired by Jay Feldman, he wants you to discard the skin because the small amount of plant toxins that are contained in those root vegetables are concentrated in the skin. I used to love the skin, so now I eat it with no skin, and that would be uh, steak and sweet potato would be a typical dinner. So indeed, uh, inspired by Dr. Paul Saladino, um, wanting us to emphasize red meat because the ruminant animals, uh, like the lamb, like the bison, like the cow, uh, do a better job processing their uh, the feed that's included in their diet if they're not 100% grass-fed, which is pretty rare and expensive. So let's say that I'm getting uh, grass-fed and grain-finished animals, then they are going to deliver a superior end product in terms of nutrient density, nutrient profile, as well as a lower of undesirable polyunsaturated fatty acids in the final product in the tissue that we're consuming in comparison to a chicken or a pig, which are monogastric animals, single stomach animals like the human. And so when we give a chicken or a pig the typical corn or soy feed that they're raised on, they deliver an end product that has an inferior fatty acid profile with increased levels of polyunsaturated fatty acids due to their uh, unnatural diet and their difficulty processing it in comparison to the ruminant animal, the red meat. So that's a big vote in favor of red meat unless you can source a premium and pristine quality chicken or pig food. And I had a great guest on the show, uh, Tyler Dolly from Big Bluff Ranch, where they raise uh, sustainable and regenerative farm chickens. And so these chickens are afforded their wonderful natural diet. It is supplemented with feed, but they are avoiding the corn and soy feed and giving them more natural product. And so when you get a, a sustainably raised chicken or pig, you can uh, alleviate some of those objections. But for now, um, exposed to this refined information, um, you know, I enjoy bacon and I would often have that with an egg meal, uh, but not from a uh, conventionally raised pork because what you're getting there is mostly fat, right, with the bacon. That animal could be giving you a, a fatty acid profile that's not optimal and vastly inferior to, let's say, a nose to tail strategy of emphasizing red meat and getting your liver, your heart, your kidney, and other organs into the mix. Uh, and especially when I say bone broth as the base of my smoothie, I'm talking about the ultra high quality bone broth that comes at a radically different price point than the stuff that's labeled uh, beef broth or chicken broth in the cardboard boxes that you see at the grocery store for $2. So this is a authentic bone broth. And the way you can tell is that it should be uh, gelatinous when it's refrigerated. So that's what's going in the base of my smoothie and doing the best I can to emphasize red meat at those meals. And uh, that means, as I talked about with the uh, chicken and pig uh, taking a back seat to red meat, and also I find myself consuming less fish, although I'm a big fan of wild-caught salmon. Uh, again, with uh, some good content from Saladino talking about how um, a lot of the fish are becoming more and more objectionable due to uh, scarcity due to adverse uh, fishing practices that affect the environment adversely, and then finally due to concerns about toxins as the oceans become more polluted 
And of course, the farm fish, uh, especially the most popular stuff like Atlantic salmon and things like shrimp, um, there's some good argument that you really want to stay away from that stuff because it's just too heavily processed and the fish are fed uh, this, this pellet food that contains hormones, pesticides, antibiotics to keep them healthy in cramped, unsanitary conditions. And yeah, the salmon melts in your mouth and tastes great at the restaurant, but it's not going to score highly on the Carnivore Scores food rankings chart. So it's really um, simplifying, focusing in, and picking uh, foods that I enjoy. I'm trying to enjoy my life too, but I'm also putting in a vote here to not be constantly entertained and dazzled by a succession of exotic meals with uh, this food or that food that might not be of high health standard, uh, but tastes great. And I think that's something that we all deserve to wake up to here in everyday life as we destroy our health with the routine consumption of uh, great uh, cultural centerpiece uh, foods like uh, the, the apple pie has to come uh, at, at the holidays or the big stack of pancakes has to come on Sunday morning. And I think we can rethink a lot of these traditions and extricate the fun and excitement of having a family brunch with the need to consume nutrient-deficient processed calories. So with my diet, I don't know if you want to join me in this quest or not, but if you tell me it's healthy, I'll eat it, I'll grow to like it, and if you tell me it's not healthy for me, I will eliminate it tomorrow and never eat it again and not cry any tears. And um, I'm thinking of an epic conversation I had with one of my neighbors a long time ago where she stopped me and we had a really uh, authentic and vulnerable conversation where she was complaining about her um, weight gain and her frustrations with signing up for the programs and it wasn't working for her. So I painstakingly presented this wonderful overview of the ancestral eating strategy where you're talking about going back to our hunter-gatherer roots and eating the great foods that fueled human evolution, meat, fish, fowl, eggs, vegetables, fruits, nuts, and seeds. And if you see no grains because <laughs> grains and sugars and seed oils uh, do damage to your metabolism and hamper your ability to burn fat, and I went on and on and had this conversation that probably lasted up to a half an hour. And at the end, she says, well, uh, I really can't live without my bread and my wine. And so I guess I, I don't think I'm going to try it. <laughs> and I, uh, I had an amazing awakening that day uh, to realize that my breath and my energy are so precious that I really need to preserve my enthusiasm and my willingness to help you transform your life to people who are willing to listen and open-minded. And I think I probably jumped the gun there when we started talking a little bit about diet and weight loss frustration and went all out and floored the gas pedal. So fortunately, with a podcast, uh, you're either listening right now, and if you're not listening, then you're not hearing this. But if you're listening, thank you so much for joining me and being open-minded and receptive to this information that I'm presenting. Uh, it's a compilation from, you know, hours and hours of study and listening to podcasts and talking to the world's leading experts. So I believe strongly that I'm conveying uh, really helpful and useful information, uh, but not if you're not receptive to it and you think it's baloney, then, uh, you know, go on with your life and we'll part ways and still be friends. <laughs> okay, that was my, uh, that was my uh, neighborly encounter, life-changing encounter. So uh, for now, I'll stick to podcasting or Hey, you want to send me an email or hit me up next time you see me in an airport? We will get into it if you are ready to go and take off and rise up to the next level 
of healthy living. Thank you so much for listening. We love to hear from you. We answer and take very seriously all feedback, comments, questions. So go ahead and email podcast at bradventures.com. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I want to tell you about wildhealth.com. They're an online provider of comprehensive precision medicine and health consultation services. They offer DNA analysis, custom lab panels, extensive medical intake form with family history and lifestyle preferences, and regular online visits with a board-certified precision medicine physician and a health coach whom you can message anytime through their convenient app. Wild Health evaluates your data to determine what you need for nutrition, exercise, sleep, and supplements, and you can experiment, consult, and retest to get everything dialed in. You'll get a cutting-edge epigenetic test of DNA methylation to calculate your all-important biological age and have fun lowering your age over time instead of following the mainstream path to accelerated aging. It's time to strive for awesome instead of just normal. Did you realize that only 6.8% of Americans are deemed metabolically healthy and only 2% are declared optimal? That's disgraceful, but you can turn things around quickly. Please visit wildhealth.com and you will see that this is the absolute gold standard of personalized medicine and it's available to you right now. Telemedicine available anywhere in the USA. Wild Health is generously extending BRAD podcast listeners 20% off the cost of membership. Just visit wildhealth.com slash Brad or use the code BRAD20 at checkout to get 20% off and start taking control of your health today at wildhealth.com slash Brad. Thank you for listening to the show. I love sharing the experience with you and greatly appreciate your support. Please email podcast at bradventures.com with feedback, suggestions, and questions for the Q&A shows. Subscribe to our email list at bradkearns.com for a weekly blast about the published episodes and a wonderful bi-monthly newsletter edition with informative articles and practical tips for all aspects of healthy living. You can also download several awesome free eBooks when you subscribe to the email list. And if you could go to the trouble to leave a five or five-star review with Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to the shows. That would be super incredibly awesome. It helps raise the profile of the BRAD podcast and attract new listeners. And did you know that you can share a show with a friend or loved one by just hitting a few buttons in your player and firing off a text message? My awesome podcast player called Overcast allows you to actually record a soundbite excerpt from the episode you're listening to and fire it off with a quick text message. Thank you so much for spreading the word. And remember, be rad.